Welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, where today we'll be discussing opening of lodges during and after the pandemic. Ladies and gentlemen, brethren all, welcome to the Working Tools Podcast, a casual conversation around Freemasonry. First, it's important to note that our thoughts and opinions are our own and do not reflect those of our Grand Lodge or respective craft or concordant bodies. Please connect with us and ask questions via our website at theworkingtoolspodcast.com. Today on the Working Tools Podcast, we have our usual suite, uh, Worship Brother Jared Dunham and Worship Brother Stephen Chung from the Grand Lodge of British Columbia and Yukon, and myself, our Worship Brother David Colbeth from the Grand Lodge of Washington. Unfortunately, tonight we're missing our regular host, our Worship Brother Matt Apple. He has a family emergency this evening he's dealing with, and our thoughts are with him and his family this evening. So today we're, we're in our blue room, we're kind of talking about the pandemic and uh, things, what's happening with lodges, and uh, so Steve, you had some comments. Oh, you know, we could talk about all the fun stuff going on in, um, in um, you know, our district right now and the splitting of lodges and, and um, you know, COVID uh, uh, restrictions going back. People are insisting, some of them are insisting on uh, being double vaxxed or not allowed in lodge, right? And then there's a the lodge um, that... All the principal officers and majority of the officers are all anti-vaxxers and they got like 18 20 guys protesting saying they're not coming to lodge until um they get uh vaccinated right and uh, uh and then you got the uh you know controversial justin newfeld who's back in his chair now uh much to the dismay of the uh, Magnificent Seven, and that Magnificent Seven is going to really blow up their lodge, man, I tell you. I've got members of their lodge calling me left, right, and center and trying to figure out, you know, is Freemasonry bullshit or what? You know, like, you guys just raised us and said all these cool things, and now they're acting like a bunch of schoolyard children, and, um, yeah, like, this is Oh, that's amazing right now. And, and like, we have to have a, uh, our lodge has to meet and talk about what we want to do when we go back uh, regarding COVID and restrictions and stuff like that. So we're all on the same page. And it's like, I'm almost, I'm almost ready to say, you know what? We just don't go back until everybody can come. Because either way, you lose. If you if you say okay, no rules, uh, you don't have vaxxed, unvaxxed are all welcome. Then those who refuse to go where non-vaxxed are, they won't come. So you lose them. Or if you go the other way and go double vaxxed, then you lose all the guys that are um, exercising their rights to not vaccinate. Right. So you know either way you lose. Right? Bad situation, man. It, it, it's getting pretty ugly right now in, in the uh, lodges that are actually talking about it. It's crazy. Um, I just had another call from a guy that I think he's part of his lodge, the other lodge, but I don't know. I know him from Scottish, right? 
and he and he's messaging me saying, "Hey, you got time for coffee?" And I'm like, uh, "Yeah, sure. What can I do you for?" Right? And and he says, um, "What do you say here?" Well, I just mostly need someone to talk to. This whole thing with the Worshipful Master at St. George has got me pissed off and kind of doubting masonry. Right? So, you know, there goes Steve to the rescue. Well, the problem, the problem is it's not... Masonry isn't the problem. It's no. masons that are the problem. And unfortunately, yeah. I think it's the older masons who seem... This has been my experience: is that the older the the older Masons are seeming to cause the most problems with Freemasonry not being what we say Freemasonry is supposed to be. Because I don't know if there was like between in the last from the '60s to the '90s, if there was some miscommunication as to what we thought we were doing, and then all of a sudden we've changed in the 2000s, because like the ritual hasn't changed, but the message that people were getting from the ritual obviously has. Because I don't see how anyone cannot understand being open-minded about things when we're told to be open-minded about things, right? You know, and you know, to talk it through and not just put your hands up in the air and go, just be stubborn and nah. <laughs> oh, the, so the guys of one lodge are just so adamant about double vax. You got to be double vax to come into our lodge hall. Right? And, and, and now I find out that the holding society hasn't made a decision as to what they want to do, what they want to see for restrictions, cleaning protocols, things like that, right? And until they decide, we're not going back into the building anyways. Right. <laughs> right. So well, Double Vax doesn't do anything to protect you from me. No, right? It just protects me from getting really sick. Yeah. So, I mean... Right? You know, if I were right now, I'm not even convinced that I want to go to that. If I if I go to lodge right now, I will probably be wearing a mask to protect yeah. the older guys from the chance that I may actually be carrying it, not showing any symptoms. Right. You know, especially with the outbreak that's happening right now in the Okanagan. Yeah. You know, but I'm afraid that if I were to do that, I'd get people beacon off at me because I'm wearing a mask. Well. Um, I don't know. I, I've been talking to a lot of different guys about it, obviously, and they um, there's mixed opinions out there. There's guys that are saying, you know what, it shouldn't matter, vax, non-vax, doesn't matter, but everybody's going to wear a mask if we're supposed to, and uh, gloves or sanitizer all over the place, um, you know, cleaning schedules, wipes, things like that available, um, but... I don't know, there's, there's still, it, it's creating a divide and splits in Lodge because there's two sides and they're not agreeing, right? And I'm now seeing it in other Lodges as they're going along the process of trying to decide what the rules are going to be when they come back. Right. Did you, guys, you guys have already done that though, haven't you, David? You guys are already back to Lodge, right? Yeah, is magically, there, is, is there any magi rules? Magically in Washington on June 30th, the, the <laughs> coronavirus seemed to have gone away. 
Mm-hmm. That's that's when the the state and the governor. I, I don't want to. So this is we're probably this is actually is a pretty good segment. So we'll I think we'll just record this. But uh, so yeah, magically on the thirtieth, all the protocols went away unless there's a, an event with ten thousand people or more. Then there's essentially no restrictions. Now there's a the Delta variant or the new wave that's coming. They're talking about going back to masking, and so there's some of that stuff. But yes, we we're, we were doing exactly having same same conversations you were having about six months ago. And not necessarily about the vaccination, because that was still kind of new, sort of, but the idea of what rules are going to be allowed, because they were going to have some intermediate openings allowing, you could have some events, but you had to be vaccinated on one side, not vaccinated on another, and then you had to have a checklist, and like you call the building society, we would call our, our temple boards, or building boards, and yeah, they were going to have to decide what the protocol was based on the current, at that point, this week, that day, health regulations Mm -hmm. uh whatever the the department of health and cdc and all the organizations you had to kind of sift through and decide okay and then as we aren't we aren't a restaurant we because we weren't serving food so we didn't have to follow those rules we aren't a movie theater we're not a concert hall we're not a performance theater, but we're somewhere in the middle of those three or four things. And so, so you had to decide, okay, well, if you're doing some kind of performance, like if you're in church, you can't, the choir wasn't supposed to be able to sit together because they would sing and, and, and spray particles on each other, right? So you, so if, if you're six feet apart, supposedly everything was great. I mean, Jared's point about the mask is accurate, that the reason they wear masks in hospitals is so that they don't get the patient sick. It's really not to protect you. It's to try to protect the patient from what the doctor might carry into the operating room or carry into that space. Right. That's an absolute accurate statement about the mask. Yeah. You should, the healthy should be wearing them, not so much the sick. Yeah. Well, from everything I've been able to read, based on my blood type, my age, my gender, the fact that I'm twice vaccinated, I am a prime candidate for being a atypical uh, COVID carrier. So I'm like, I could be feeling perfectly healthy and be like, you know, typhoid Jared going to yeah. lodge and killing off half of our old guys. That's right. And, and so, you know, these guys that are saying, you know, we want to have it double vaxxed or you can't come in. Well, it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. You still uh, are able to uh, contract and transmit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's more the mitigation that we should be worried about, not necessarily whether somebody's vaxxed or not vaxxed. Right. But these guys, there's some old guys that, you know, they they saw a headline or, or a caption and they're stuck on it. Right. right. And, and they're not able to get past it. And the, it, them being stubborn is making it really challenging. So do you have a single version of vaccine there? Or do you have no, multiple versions? with multiples. Meaning a one and done? Well, no. so you, you keep saying double vax. And so in here in the United States, we have basically three, you know, three companies that have developed a vaccine. One of them is a single shot. The other one, the other two are a double shot. They're talking about maybe having a third booster right. shot, potentially. Right. So when you, you were talking about being double vaxxed, is that... Yes. Are all of your vaccine variants all double a double shot or a single I mean, how yeah they, i think yeah. it's the johnson and johnson isn't it that's the one shot and i don't think that got approved here in canada no, right. no. yeah no 
Okay, I wasn't sure um, if you were doing, using the same version. So, yeah, so Pfizer. No, we, we got Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Moderna. Yeah. And they're all double shots, yeah. right? And um, if you're lucky, you got the same one twice. <laughs> yeah, no, I went I went for the uh, Pfizer the second time. Did you? Yeah. Uh, I, lucked, I lucked out and actually managed to get both Moderna. Mm, okay. So, I can travel. Yeah, yeah, I can travel. Yeah. So, Steve, you got two different runs. Yeah, I got AstraZeneca the first time, and Pfizer the second time. Interesting, right? Interesting. Um, it was just what was available yep. in the needle at the table when yep. I went there, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know how how are your lodges faring? Did any uh, um, have real problems getting back with those rules or, or well, fighting about those things? Yeah, in the beginning, again, about six months ago or so, in our in our previous Grandmaster, Chris Coffin, uh, he he was having regular, but monthly, I think it was regular Grandmasters invitationals on Zoom, and it was constantly the same questions. If you look back, and <laughs> I think some of them are out on our on the YouTube channel, there the Grand Lodge YouTube channel. But if you were to have access to those and look back it was the same questions over and over again for like nine months well when can we do this when can we do this when can we, why can't we meet and meet have our meeting why can't we have degrees why can't we do well <laughs> listen to what the cdc and the health department is telling you they say well why can't we have why can't we open lodge well what do you want to open lodge for he's given the grandmaster had given every lodge all basically at the, at the end carte blanche to do all of their business and do all of the things over zoom they didn't need to meet in person to do anything. The only thing to meet in person is to make Mason to do any degree work. And so of course, right. couldn't do that because of the touching. Well, <clears throat> just before everything opened or just as everything was opening and most people were getting vaccinated, the, the theory was that you could conduct degree work as long as everybody was vaccinated. And so I think, I know some of that was happening. I don't know if it was just immediately after June 30th. <clears throat> I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, um, but technically after June 30th, it didn't really matter which is kind of a surprise. But uh, I think that most of the lodges that we did get back together and did do degree work were ensuring that everyone was had been vaccinated fully at whatever uh, and you know had done that. But it's... So I think it's they, would, they, were, they would not let a non-vaccinated in? Correct. Or, wow. <clears throat> or for sure, all of the people doing the degree... Uh, yeah, I, don't, I think everybody had to be vaccinated, honestly. But but if, I know for sure that the people that were conducting you know, senior deacon or anybody conducting the degree work hands on, all were verified as vaccinated to be able to do that. But again, after June thirtieth, that magic date uh, didn't that didn't matter. None of that mattered apparently. So now they're I don't know that they're checking any of that because now you don't have to sign in, you don't have to track. There's no tracing and tracking and all that that, that I know of. Uh, I don't know of anything going on. So I, I've said from <clears throat> about a year ago when we were heavy into this, unfortunately, I thought that this, I, I, if I say the word pandemic, we'll probably get flagged on YouTube. But <laughs> uh, but if, uh, if th this pandemic is going to be the great Masonic cleanser in for lodges and membership, and uh, it's unfortunate, but I think it'll be a good cleansing if you will those guys that are serious about it will come back and be part of it and they'll want to do something they'll want to be what jared alluded to what maybe real masonry is i, I was going to ask you what, what what is your opinion of real masonry? what what is real masonry that's a well the thing the whole show <laughs> but it's well i get really upset because for me the main the main focus of masonry is education so i get a little bit 
have to be careful when I talk about, you know, people and their uneducated opinions, because I can't say that mine is fully educated either. Sure. But it's also, I also get really upset with people who seem to forget that Freemasonry is about us getting together in a uh, in a in an atmosphere of brotherly love which requires understanding and compassion so we have to be able to understand other people's opinions but also realize that if we get together we have to make sure that it's not going to be harmful to the anyone in our lodges and it, it's just i can't believe that people would look at if there's a risk of us getting together for a meeting and someone in that meeting being a un like not knowing that they're carrying this, this is a bad virus. This isn't just a bad case of the flu. I mean, this is a really bad, deadly virus. And I would feel really shitty if I found out, oh crap, I don't oh, there we go. Said that again, man. YouTube's not gonna like me today. I would feel really bad if I found out that. I had the virus, I wasn't feeling bad, but that someone in my lodge got very sick and possibly dies from it, because we have some really old, frail members, and simply because I didn't think, think about the fact that I really want to go to lodge, but my really wanting to go to lodge shouldn't supersede someone else really wanting to stay alive. Right. Yeah, yeah there, there's an absolute truth in your comments. Uh, uh, one of our guests we had on recently, Zane McCune, very virtual Zane McCune, has a whole class that he talks about <clears throat> the definition of charity. We talk about charity being one of our main tenets in masonry. And charity, if you look at the history of the word charity and the root word that it, uh, it goes in the Greek, it's actually agape, which of yeah. course is, is love. And as you said, brotherly love. And so, yeah. If you just were replace the words brotherly love everywhere you see charity, it gives a whole new meaning to the ritual and to what masonry is about. Yeah. You know, there I should put that Freemasonry is about putting others ahead of yourself, including your brothers, and realizing that if just because I'm not allowed to do something isn't a personal affront against me. The world isn't looking at me going, Jared, we don't like you, we're not letting you go to lodge. You know, it, it, it's, I, we have to learn not to take it personally, that we have to accept that this is a bad situation and just know that eventually we will be able to work through it, but we have to work through it together. Yeah. Well, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see where my lodge ends up. I know we have the majority of our lodge is double vaxxed already. There's um, a member that is against vaccinating. There's another member who for medical reasons can't vaccinate. And, um, you know, lodge is supposed to be inclusive and um, we are gonna exclude a certain members no matter which way we look at it. So do we not go back until um, everybody's uh, permitted to attend? Are you gonna do any kind of mixed hybrid type of programs at all or is it strictly you're in or you're out well um i don't know uh what they're gonna do i think that uh um they really want to get back so they'll try and come up with an idea that'll that'll work for everybody um 
but I know that uh, I've spoken to all the different factors or people involved in our lodge anyways, and nobody wants to exclude anybody. So um, the only way to not do that is to not go back to meetings yet. And so you're not meeting at all yet? Well, no, I mean, we also have to get permission from our holding society to enter the building too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, plus they, while COVID was on, they went and put these security roll up shutter door things on with new codes and nobody has them. So <laughs> <laughs> nobody can go to lodge anyways, right? <laughs> Until that gets resolved, right? <laughs> get some bolt cutters out. No, you can't even do that. It's a, it's a key code entry pad, right? A number, numeric pad. How does somebody uh, not know what the number is? Oh, the holding society knows. Oh, gotcha. They're just not letting right. the lodge in. Right. Not not until um, they figure out a plan. Are, is the holding society not made up of masons? It is. Two from uh, each lodge and one from the Eastern Star. So, um, and again, I know that because I know all the members involved, Two of the members are are anti-vaxxers and and or one of them's an anti-vaxxer. The other one's got a medical issue, and two of them are like uh, hardcore get vaccinated, right? So we'll we'll have to see where the lady from the Eastern Star uh, falls in into this one. But so, so, Jared, how can how can we use our ritual and our Masonic teachings to try to come together? I mean, that's a great point to be able to come together and have some common sense. Well, the, I guess the first one is, is that we have to, I mean, looking back in my mind through the ritual that I haven't done in a year and a half now, <laughs> the one that always comes to mind is whispering good counsel. We need to talk to each other. I mean, mm -hmm. it, here's the thing, and I find this interesting, is that we're talking about, you know, you have to be had both shots, no shots. It's really actually, that's to protect ourselves, like I, I got both shots because I don't want, you know, the really bad, I mean, yeah, I don't want anything really bad to happen. I don't want the brain fog that has shown up and stuff. I understand people who don't want to have the vaccine. If we get together, if I've got COVID and give it to them, they're going to have a much worse time than I am. But they're not having had the vaccine doesn't stop them from getting covid or from me get like right well you know like you know what i'm saying is that the, I, having it, people it, understand how, what the purpose of the vaccine is just like we've talked about six steps before the purpose of the six steps program is not after they receive a petition yeah <laughs> mm -hmm. it's yeah. just like the vaccine yeah. is not yeah. the vaccine yeah. is for after you you get covid it's not for not giving covid right yeah it's 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 just to help you from not getting the worst parts of covid yeah so that right. you know whether you're vaccinated or you're not vaccinated I mean, it. We should be more concerned about whether or not getting together is going to spread this more, and not right. about who's going to get it. Exactly. You no, know, the the problem is the conversation is is looking at the wrong issue, and I think this is where we need to we need to get together and discuss this because we're not we're like the only person who should really be concerned is the, your your member who is has health no, issues. Right. Or the yeah. well, the, yeah, the member who has health issues because those health issues are more important 
than vaccine vaccination non vaccination. Right, right, and well, and us um, forcing it upon them, uh, you know, that's us putting them at risk uh, unnecessarily, right. and um, I, you know, I have challenges with that. Right, so uh, I wouldn't do that myself. I, I, you know, like you, I'll wear the mask. Yeah, for to just so that I I know that the one time I cough or sneezed or something. Uh, that I wasn't the guy who spread it, right? Um, but, uh, you know, it's not my lodge, right? It, it's everybody has to have their input, right? So, um, yeah. So, so what, once the rules came off, you said, David, um, there, there are no arguments about the vax, non-vax anymore? Not really. Really, we, did, we didn't really have any arguments, so to speak, that I know of. It was just again all the the, the members were quizzing, wanting to open lodge when they couldn't open lodge. It's just like kids wanting to do something they couldn't do. Mm. And but now, yeah, after the thirtieth, it's uh, there's no real rules, and so there there hasn't been <clears throat> any real issues about the facts for Knox facts. So so I, I think the idea here, and Jared has said it very well that. W- this whole idea of whether it's the pandemic or whether it's lodge mergers or whether it's membership or whether it's anything to do with masonry or anything to do with how we are as masons to work together and to whisper kind counsel into each other's ear those are the important things that we needed to learn from this and use use our tenets use our things that we are supposed to be have been taught as Masons to come together and make all this better. You'd all agree with that, right? Oh, definitely. 100%. 100%. And, and, you know, the sooner that everybody can get talking about it without, uh, with an open mind, um, and the, the sooner they can see that the uh, focus of their conversation should really be uh, spent on mitigation, um, you know, that's when it'll change. Working together. Um, working together. Yeah. Uh, that's what really needs to happen. And um, I'm hopeful, right? Yeah. But, you know, we got travelers too. And um, that's another question. You know, are we opening it up to uh, people from other lodges? Uh, you know, all the same kind of rules uh, got to be in play, right? You know, not only looking forward to it. That was our first baby step was that they opened up to lodges could open, but they couldn't have any visitors. Mm. That was the first step. And then, but again, after the June 30th, I keep hitting and bring up that date. Right. After June 30th, everything magically went away. But, right. but I think working together is our, is our most important part. And I think that's a, this, this, even though we're talking about pandemics and all that kind of stuff, it could relate to anything you're doing, whether it's bills or buildings or mm-hmm. degrees or whatever. So, uh, we appreciate you coming and listening to the Working Jewels podcast. And on behalf of Stephen and Jared and, and Matt, who's missing tonight, myself, David, have a great evening. Thanks so much.